Blog Talk Radio. I was eating junk. I had just had two children back to back. I used to not be able to get on the ground. I never, ever daily exercise. Before, if I'd get down, I'd need a chair or something to help me get back up. I was 84 pounds heavier at one time. I was always a big dude, but I couldn't move around. That all changed when they met Diamond Dallas Page. Started doing yoga, man. I started doing a, a thing called DDP yoga. It's Nacho Mama's yoga. WCW heavyweight champion, known for his signature move, the Diamond Cutter. Diamond Cutter! Took what he learned recovering from an injury and years in the ring and created DDP Yoga. Working out combined with the eating habits, it was a huge difference. I felt so much better. It's a lot of fun for me because I never used to be able to be active. Now I'm, I'm, I'm on the floor, I'm rolling around, it's pretty cool. More than importantly, I just want to be alive. I'm down about 110 pounds. DDP Yoga can work for anyone. DDP. DDP Radio. Well, 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 hello my friends and welcome to another episode of DDP Radio live right here at ddpradio.com. Mike Mullins uh, is here and uh, Live at the DDP Radio Megaplex, and the rumors of my demise have been greatly exaggerated. All right, let's do this. Let's take the elevator all the way up to the top floor. I'm going to take the elevator this time because I'm just getting over being sick, and I ain't making the stairs. Sorry about that. But we climb out into the roof on top of the elevator. I climb rung by rung by rung by rung all the way up to the toppest part of the toppest building in all of Raleigh, North Carolina, and I look into the Great White North. I look into the skies, the crystal clear skies of Canada, and on top of that iconic fictional mountain, Mount Ontario. On the top of the top of the mountain, on top of Mount Ontario, is a shack, and in that shack, I see a burning bright light, the bright of positivity, the brightness of her soul. That is Crystal Stewart. I connect through thousands of miles of air, waves, and sky and we meet and boom ddp radio blasts into the atmosphere once again we're back baby hey crystal how are you i'm good i'm so glad to be out of the sick zone that we both were in so yeah it's going to be a good show i, I know i was I'm, i was just we were just talking about that both of us have been under the weather you know i i we were talking earlier i got sick like a couple of weeks ago and you could hear on the air, my voice was toast. And then the next week we had the Nancy and Stacy show, which I was lucky enough to like ask Nancy and Stacy to kind of take the bulk of that conversation so I could kind of rest up my voice a little bit. But I thought that was going to be it. And then the next week, like just I got sicker and sicker. And then my wife, Katie, got it. Um, I, I ended up having all kinds of infections and fluid in my lungs and Man, it was a it was a hell of an ordeal, but we're back, and I'm back, and I'm glad to be here talking to you this week. Um, I, I love a good day off, but I never want to use a sick day on being sick. Am I right? Right, <laughs> right. I agree. So, and I know you've been you've been having a little bit of a run yourself. A lot of people I know are uh, are getting uh, ill, which I guess is an even better, uh, more important that we try to treat our bodies with health and respect and try to treat ourselves well and uh, sick is no way to be. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things. It has certainly tinkered with my productivity, Um, but you know, what can you do? You figure that nothing would be able to survive a Canadian winter, but you know, here we are. (laughs) We're all sick. So yeah. I don't, I don't know if you have be gone. I don't know if you have a virus or what's going on, but I didn't even think that viruses could survive a, a Canadian winter. Right? So when, you, when you boil water to disinfect something, I think it's the other way. It's so cold that nothing can even sustain life up there. <laughs> it's cold. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. I don't hear you. It's currently 60 degrees here, but um, not to rub it in. Uh, anyway. Stop well, I'm talking. 
You're going to have to give oh. me a second because I'm having problems connecting our guest call here. I keep getting a uh, an hourglass thing. So I'm going to have you start doing the um, intro for our Warrior of the okay. Week, and then I'm going to try to reset this real quick while I bring it up because I'm having a hell of a time. So yeah, sure. go for it, Crystal. Okay, thank you. So happy February, everyone. Can you believe it? Oh, my goodness. So this week's Warrior of the Week is our friend Brittany Rose. And Brittany's story is yet another amazing one of movement and change. In reading up on her, I quickly realized the power of rising up for yourself during the hard times. It's about keeping focused on positive change and stepping up to the possibility of you. It's deciding what you want and what you are worth, and that's tough. It's never easy. It never means that life as you know it right now is enjoyable or a cakewalk or it's not hard. It's about deciding on a change or a series of changes and getting to work, regardless of the difficulty factor you may find yourself in. And I'm so looking forward to my conversation with Brittany and Mike, and welcome to the show, Brittany. Hi, can you guys hear me? Hi, Brittany. Oh, there you go. Look at me. I fixed it. Awesome. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Oh, I'm oh, really excited well, you're here. We we appreciate you stopping by. We appreciate you coming in. And, and uh, uh, it should be a fun show. We, we just keep it conversational and get to know each other on the air. And uh, we pretty, keep it pretty loose. But we always have one question we start out with, you know, being the warrior of the week. Um, every warrior, every superhero, every hero needs an origin story. So uh, what brought you to the point where you needed to make a change in your life and try out something like DDPY? What were the circumstances before and leading up to the point where you took that initial dive? Yeah, so my origin story, um, my entire adult life, I was pretty overweight. Um, My heaviest was about 300 pounds. And I just lived in this state of kind of chronic stress, anxiety, depression, um, and I really used food to cope with that. Um, so I found out about DDPY, I would say it was the end of 2019. My ex-husband had seen Dallas on Joe Rogan's podcast, and so from there we watched The Resurrection of Jake the Snake. And I ended up buying the DVDs um, after that for him for Christmas, not knowing that the app was a thing, but it was actually probably better that I didn't get the app because at that time I still wasn't ready to commit. I was like dipping my toe in, um, did a couple of workouts, and then everything just fell by the wayside, which was my pattern back then of I would make an effort for a little while and then it would get hard and I would stop forward to um, the end of May in 2021, I was leaving my marriage. And at that time, I realized, like, pretty much everything about my life needed to change. And one of those huge changes needed to be my health. I was not taking care of myself. Like I said, I weighed 300 pounds. I had a hard time walking, a hard time going up and down stairs, um, was just very unhealthy. So when I left that marriage, I didn't really take very much with me that did not belong just to me. Um, But the one thing I did take with me that was like more of uh, marital property was the DDPY DVDs. And I just knew that that program needed to be part of the next phase of my life. So I started slow. And I started with changing my diet, with walking, and then doing um, doing the workouts a couple times a week. And eventually I came across, oh, there's an app. So I got the app, um, and then I found the Facebook um, group. And, like, shortly thereafter, like, 
2022 Positively Unstoppable Challenge was gearing up to start. So I had no idea what it was, but I was like, I'm doing this. <laughs> and so I just kind of jumped right in into the challenge. And since January 1st of 2022, I have done DDPY every single day. And right now I'm at 117 pounds lost. Wow. You're wow, that's so amazing. Awesome. Wow, congratulations. Man, man you know what? I, I really respect the decision to overhaul your life. And it's such, it's, it's nothing that can be taken lightly. And when you do something like that, I mean, it takes a lot of courage because you're, you're sitting there in, in the moment and you're probably, there's a bit of comfort and familiarity where you are, but you also are keenly aware that everything you are right now is prohibiting the person you want to be. But taking that initial jump is, is terrifying. When you started mm-hmm. to decide and commit to those changes, was it something you kind of eased yourself into, or is this something that you just need to kind of detach from everything, almost like blowing up the bridge behind you and moving forward quickly? Yeah, um, it, it kind of was like blowing up the bridge, to be honest with you. Like I said, with DDPY, it took me a little while. It took me a couple of months to, like, go full force into it, but my diet completely changed overnight, and I movement became a part of my life overnight, and, you know, some other things just kind of changed overnight. So I knew, like, when I was leaving that it was just, this is it, and my life is going to be completely different from here on out, and it needed to be. You know, I was, I was not in a good place mentally or physically. That's hard wow. to recognize looking back. That's a hard thing to look at. Mm-hmm. When, you know, when you, when you started taking the steps to, to make these changes, um, obviously you're doing this to save yourself, to save your life, to save your future. Yeah. Did you start to see a path of where you needed to go or was it something you were kind of feeling out along the way? Obviously you tried the DDPY stuff before and, and that was going to be a part of it, but did you commit to a plan or was this like, I'm taking this one step at a time type of uh, situation? Um, It really was kind of one step at a time in the beginning. You know, it was just, I know I need to lose weight. I know I need to get healthier. And so each day I'm going to just try to make the best choices that I can for myself. I would say where it got to be a little bit more solid of a plan was when I joined the Positively Unstoppable Challenge. And I started seeing what other people could do. And that was really inspirational to me um, to see, like, people doing Black Crow and people, um, like, (laughs) one of my first memories from the challenge is seeing Aaron Coker do handstand push-ups. And I was like, Mm -hmm. I want to do that, you know. And so – it, and it for me, it was never about competition with anybody. It was really about, wow, possibilities are open to me. And if I put in the work and I heal my body, I, I might be able to do these things one day. So you were in competition with yourself, not anyone else. Yes, definitely. And that's how I feel, you know, this time around, too, is it's not me versus anyone else. It is really me versus me. Wow. That's, I mean, that's, that's that's such a cool story. You know, we always talk about on the show, we talk about the incremental changes and the building off of those. Like when I first started DDPY, I probably could get two minutes into the program could, you know, I had to to modify everything. And then little by little, I saw Mm -hmm. myself, Oh, I can do that now. I couldn't do that before. I can Mm -hmm. do that now. I couldn't do that before. As you're building those, you know, you're seeing the, the pro the progress in your workouts is your confidence building with it or is it something that you were kind when was the point where you kind of thought oh well this is going to work for me i feel i feel like this is possible when when was that was it gradual was it you know i'm trying to figure out i'm trying to what where was the building of 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 the progress 
what were the little things along the way, the little milestones that made you think I'm going to be okay? Yeah, I mean, I think it definitely was seeing progress on the mat, seeing things get a little bit easier. You know, I remember, um, like, going from, I think it's like Cobra into Down Dog without having to go into table first. Like, that was one Mm -hmm. of my first mat victories where I was like, oh, my God, I got that. Like, I didn't have to, like, modify, (laughs) you know. So I think each time that happened for me where it was like, I couldn't do that last week, but now I can, was just, it was fuel for that fire of I want to keep going and that, you know, anything's possible, you know, if if I keep going and I keep at it, definitely those victories help build a lot of confidence. I would say, you know, participating in DDPY and the challenge has made me a completely different person. And a lot of that is confidence at two years ago, we would not be having this conversation. (laughs) You know, I wouldn't have felt comfortable enough to put myself out there, you know, to talk to you guys. So it's definitely changed my life for the better. It's hard when you realize that you lost a piece of yourself along the way. And when you start working on yourself, like you have, I mean, it's amazing the things, the change that you bear witness to and you get to like yourself. And I think that's really important. Mm-hmm. I agree. Definitely. Yeah. I, I've said this before in the group, but, um, you know, now is like the first time in my life where I'm, I can actually say like, I love myself. Like I respect myself. I love myself. And so I'm trying to do things that, are respectful and loving towards myself, which is exercising and eating right and speaking kindly to myself. I think that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's such an important step, and and a lot of um, opportunities and uh, things arise from having that love and confidence for yourself. You know, opportunities, experiences. Um, but real quick, let's let's talk about the weight. 100 pounds is, is a whole lot of, I mean, a lot of weight. It changes the way you move. It changes your body mechanics, mm-hmm. the way you sit, the way you walk, the way you exist on a daily basis. Um, I remember when I, when I gained a bunch of weight years ago, uh, I could go by the line and just realize things that were taken from me on a daily basis. I can't sit there anymore. I can't walk there mm-hmm. anymore. I can't do this comfortably. And one of the most beautiful parts of that is gaining those things back. Since the physical body changes, what kind of new things have you experienced or what things have you noticed in your life that have suddenly become better, easier, or possible? Yeah, um, exactly what you were saying. is like it opens up so many things. So I used to be anxious about going out to eat and, like, having to sit in a booth, you know, because there were times where it was very uncomfortable or I didn't fit. Or even just, like, walking in, like, you know, confined spaces, you know, where there's, like, it's pretty narrow. Like, I'm not going to sit there. You know, so those things, it's still kind of surreal sometimes. Like, it doesn't feel like I should sit in places, but I do. You know, so that's definitely different. Um, And I I really like, like, going for, like, walks in the woods and, and stuff like that. And so that is something that's different for me too, because I used to be able to walk just a little bit, you know, and it was really difficult. And now I can walk a lot and that going up and down hills is not a big deal. Whereas before that would have been a huge challenge for me. So those things, um, (laughs) being able to cross my legs, you know, (laughs) that's, that's a thing that I used to not really be able to do. You know, it's just, it's little things like that that you probably take for granted, you know, if you're just easily able to do those things. Um, I have a quick question that, you know, it just um, shines some light on your thought process. What would um, new Brittany say to old Brittany? Oh, (laughs) um, 
new Brittany would say to old Brittany, you can do hard things, and yes. it gets better. I'm so proud of you. That's a yeah. big you. realization. It's huge. Yeah. It, it, yeah. it is. It, it's, it's beautiful. And I feel like when you're in the moment, you can't even think about that. You can't, like, telling yourself it's going to get better, it, I mean, it's – when you're in the thick of it, it's a hopeless feeling. Mm-hmm. And you can't possibly – like, you know, I, I'll see kids online. You know, you just read the stories of kids who commit suicide or, you know, or have those things. And, and I just – you know, I think about myself back in high school. And I'm like, man, if I could have told my high school self how much better things would get, you, could, you, you don't believe it. But your problems seem like, you know, permanent when you're in that space and you just want to reach out mm-hmm. to people and tell them, like, you know what, things get better. And having that information and that confidence and that hope that things get better is what, you know, is a potential drive to the future. Because, you know, I, we've said this before, but I think the worst place you can be in life is hopeless because that just, you know, mm-hmm. crushes everything. And I think yeah. that's beautiful. And by the way, Crystal, I'm, you know, you, yeah. you, you asked that question, you know, and, and it always gets everybody. I'm going to call that your Barbara, Mal- your Barbara Walters moment because you're, <laughs> <laughs> you always get people on that one. So, but no, that's a beautiful it's, answer. It, it's always very interesting because there are things that people associate with their old selves against their new selves all the time. So it, can be incredibly, you know, a lot of people don't take the time to recognize how far they've come in their journey, too. And I think it's an important question just to give you permission to stop and think for a minute. Okay, what would you say to your old self if you had the chance? No, it's, I mean, it is, it's true. And, you know, we always get so many interesting, deep answers and it makes me feel bad because I'd probably like be to tell myself like, don't sell that baseball card. It's worth $300. (laughs) I'd waste it on something stupid. I wouldn't tell myself anything like helpful or introspective. It would be like bet on the Red Sox in 2004. (laughs) Uh, But that just says more about me as a person than anybody else. So, uh, But no, I mean, I, it's, so you've gotten to this point, you, you, you've lost this weight, you, you've found yourself a community of people to balance yourself off of. Um, how is your family and friends at home? Like, how are they reacting to this? Is there, are they supportive? I'm sure they're proud of you. Um, how has that changed your relationship with family and people? Yeah, um, my parents are super supportive and they are part of the DDPY community now as well. Um, so yeah, yeah, both my mom and dad do DDPY every single day. Um, so they definitely helped me so much when I first, um, started out. So when I left my marriage, I moved in with them for a couple of months and really like my mom taught me how to cook and eat healthy during that time period. And it's not like I didn't know but I just, eating healthy was not a priority for me for many years. You know, I did what was more convenient and what was helping me cope with a lot of emotional stuff. So I I had to kind of like relearn, you know, how to cook and eat healthy. So my mom definitely helped me with that. My dad's been just super supportive and encouraging in so many ways. And if I ever needed, you know, a piece of equipment. I think he bought me my first heart rate monitor. You know, he um, put together an exercise bike for me. So yeah, my parents have been two of my biggest cheerleaders and have been super helpful. Awesome. Good for them. Good for them. It's maybe, you know maybe down the line. Oh, sorry, Mike. Oh, sorry, Crystal. Oh, I was just gonna say maybe, no. maybe down the line, if they're crushing it, we can have them on the show and have our first second generation family. Oh. Yes. That'd be awesome. So Crystal, sorry. It's about amazing. That. No, no, it's amazing because usually, you know, parents 
extend themselves to do for their kids. And it's interesting because they've watched you go through this and now they're doing it too. That must, mm-hmm. it must feel really good. It it definitely does. It's something that we <laughs> definitely bonded over and, you know, they've had a lot of success in weight loss as well doing DDPY, you know, so they, and, you know, improvements in flexibility and strength and and all of that. So it's been such a positive thing for our whole family. Wow, that's awesome. I I, I always uh, I always say that when we talk about it, you know, in the beginning stages, DDP didn't do. We tried the infomercial route. We tried to do a couple things to advertise, but we realized, you know, after a while that this program is sells more through people than it does through billboards. You know, there's no yep. better advertisement than DDPY than having someone you know who's doing DDPY because the health changes, you can see it on them. You could read it on them. You could read their positive mindset change. You could read their attitude. Their, everything about them changes, and people are saying, well, what the hell is she doing? Why is, why is she got so right. happy all the time now? And then, you know, they try it out. We've had probably most of our success from comes from people watching other people do DDPY. And it's pretty cool that you were able to kind of bring your parents into the the fold too, from being such a positive uh, example of the success in our program. Yeah, for sure. So going forward, you know, um, there's a lot of things people do once they find success. Sometimes they, ju- they they enjoy it at the level of I'm just going to be in the community and keep kicking ass and keep doing my thing. Some people decide to teach. Some people decide to go on websites and inspire other people. In the future, do you, self, you see yourself doing with this program? Do you want to be a teacher someday? Do you want to teach the program? Do you want to just keep inspiring other people? Is there any place you want to go with it? There's always some place to go. That's what DDP says. <laughs> There is always some place to go. Um, yeah, actually, I'm doing a level one training right now. So, way to go! That's one of my. Yeah, awesome. thank you. Um, yep, that's one of my focuses this year. Um, so I definitely do want to teach. Um, I, you know, I've been seeing a lot more about the fast track coaching. That's something I definitely would be interested in at some point as well. You know, so I I plan on being in this community as long as it's around, (laughs) you know. And um, every time, and just going back to what you were saying, Mike, like every time I've shared anything on just my personal Facebook page about, you know, my success with the program or showing like before or after pictures, I always get messages from people being like, okay, what are you doing and how do I get involved? So I think I've brought, I've brought a couple maybe more than a couple of people into the DDPY community and that feels awesome. So I would, I still want to be that person who's just bringing people into the fold and helping inspire them and encouraging them on their journeys as well. Awesome. That, that's, that's so cool. How has the positively unstoppable challenge been for you? What are your experiences with it? Have you found it kept you on track? Is it, something you're enjoying tell us your experience uh how you got started with it and uh, how it's been going for you yeah so um participating in the positively unstoppable challenge last year was was seriously one of the best decisions of my life and it was such an impulsive decision like I didn't even know how long the challenge was for I knew nothing about it other than there was this challenge and I was like okay I'm doing it And so last year, I was just, it helped me so much with confidence. It helped me so much with um, motivation and creating discipline in my life and staying on track. Um, Probably without the challenge, I don't know that I would have had the streets that I have. You know, I I didn't set out last year saying I want to do DDPY straight for 365 days, but once I started and had the challenge kind of motivating me, um, it just really kept me going. So it was amazing in that area. Like I said before, I made a lot of really amazing friendships and connections and people I talk to on a daily basis. And actually, I met my boyfriend, who you guys are interviewing next week, um, Jonathan. 
through the challenge. Um, awesome. So, that, yeah, um, it definitely was awesome and life-changing. Um, we started talking in May, kind of fell hard for each other. And the day after Christmas, I moved to Virginia to, to live with him. So, um, yeah, being a <laughs> yeah. Uh, the last couple of years have been wild, but mostly in really good ways. So last year, having the challenge was really good for me, too, in terms of, like, my mental health. It gave me something positive to focus on as I was going through kind of my big life changes. And at the time, I was a caregiver for my grandmother, so um, which was difficult, but again, it gave me something positive to focus on. So it was last year, again, it was amazing. This year, um, it's still great. It's keeping me on track. It's keeping me focused on my goals. I just, because I've started this whole new life and now I'm working uh, a new job, I have a little less time to focus on the challenge itself. Um, so I'm, I, I feel a little disconnected. I feel like I'm not as much a part of the challenge community as I was last year, but I'm still going. Like I'm still doing DPY every single day, usually multiple workouts a day. I'm still staying on track with nutrition um, and those types of things. But I'm really finding this year, like I have to stop comparing what my experience was last year to this year because I was in a completely different place last year than I am this year, you know? So it, like I said, it's still wonderful. And I love being a part of the challenge and I think it's going to help me, you know, stay on track and, and work towards my goals. Um, it's just, a, it's a different experience this year so far. But the, the, the key is though, you know, you were in a situation where you had time to devote to it last year it's mm-hmm. easy to change when you got the time to do so but what yeah. really is real change is when you can still keep it up when you don't have the time and all the free space to do so because that's real life real life you need to be yeah. able to maintain you know it, it's some people you know I, I found during the pandemic that when there was a lot of people off and had some downtime they went all gung-ho but when the mm-hmm. real world returned <laughs> and you got work to do and jobs to go to it's harder to commit, but that's where true change is cemented is when you can do it when it's not easy to do so. And sometimes you have yeah. to step back a little bit to keep it, you know, achievable to keep life livable and there's going to wax and wane, but you know, you're sticking with it and that's a big part of it. Who cares what everyone else is doing in the community, who in the group check in when you can, you're living life and you're crushing it, your goals still. And that's awesome. Yep. Definitely. So what so, uh, is next, next Brittany? Like, do you repeat that? Goals? Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I do. Um, so my goal for this challenge period is I want to get to 150 pounds. So right now I'm sitting at 183. Um, and so when I get to 150 pounds, that will have been – me losing half of my body weight. So that's wow. kind of my big my milestone that I would like to achieve. Um, so that's my weight loss goal. And really my focus um, in terms of other things is really about building like upper body strength. Um, so I really want to improve on things like push-ups and um, I want to be able to hold black crow and things like that. So really focusing a lot of, you know, my workouts on building kind of that upper body strength. I think that's a really solid plan. Way to go. Thank I'm you. Thinking. So wow, that's awesome. Your, your, your boyfriend's on with us next week. Um, I'd like to ask, you know, how being in a GDPY couple is doing. Like, do you guys work out together? Do you guys have, like, a, you guys kind of bounce off each other with motivation and stuff? How does that work? And also, 
with him being on next week, do you have any kind of dirt on him that we could use against him next week? Does he leave, does he leave the toilet seat up? Does he leave the socks on the floor? He we'll get him for you. <laughs> yeah. Well, give me a second. I'll think of some dirt. I'm just kidding. Um, being, being on this journey with him is amazing. It is really helpful because there's days where I don't feel like working out, but I he reminds me that I'm not going to break my streak, um, and it's encouraging. And um, we don't typically do DDPY together; we just different schedules and time frames. He kind of does his on his lunch. I usually do mine like first thing in the morning when he's out walking. Um, but we do go on walks a lot together, and we go to the gym a lot together. So we kind of work out together at the gym. Um, but our, you know, our health and our weight loss journey is a huge focus in our relationship. So we spend a lot of time meal planning and meal prepping and grocery shopping <laughs> and all of those things, you know, so that we're kind of setting ourselves up for success. Um, and I think that we're we're both a pretty positive influence on each other in terms of, you know, staying on track with, with making sure we're doing our workouts and eating right. So what is the most, sorry, Mike, what's the most important thing, Brittany, that you think you've pulled away from all of this, this whole experience? What's the most important go-to thing you've learned? I mean, not to repeat myself, but I'm going to repeat myself. I can do hard things. I, I was such a, I was in such a state of discomfort for so long in my life that um, I just couldn't tolerate any more discomfort. And so I didn't try hard to lose weight or to be healthy. And once I got myself out of a really, you know, uncomfortable situation. I found that I was a lot stronger than I knew and that I could push myself and I could do the hard things and I could um, be disciplined, which was like a foreign word to me. I didn't even, (laughs) I don't think I could have even told you what the definition of discipline was two years ago. I just, I didn't have it, you know? And so um, I think the biggest takeaway is that I can, I can do hard things and I can stick with things, which I had never done before. I think that's amazing. And I mean, I think, you know, when you're going into a new phase in your life and you're going into a new relationship and, and you're doing all these amazing things, I think it's always good to know that you have pulled away a really important lesson about yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It took a while for me to learn that and to to realize that, you know, and a lot of it was being, having success and seeing the results, you know, of of the work that I was putting in. But over time, it was like, I I can do these things and I might not be able to hold black today, but that does not mean that in the future I won't be able to. If I keep doing the hard work, I will eventually get there. It's, That's right. It's it's inspiring. It, and I'm sure if you talk to yourself at, at your low point and you said, you got to do this, 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 and this to get somewhere, it's daunting. To all the things that mm-hmm. you need to change in your life to make things better it's i mean that's how people get stuck in situations people get stuck Mm -hmm. because there's so much that needs to change in order for you to find happiness that it's just it's just easier being miserable and yeah that's the mindset of some people but you made that first step and then you made another step and then well i'm going to do this and that leads to this when you're taking those things one step at a time and you're building goal and you're hitting this one and hitting that one the small goals that you're conquering builds into a snowball and you start getting confidence and you're that, that momentum takes you and you keep, you're like, well, I'm going to try a little bigger thing now and I'm going to try this. I would never do this before. And that's how it happens. But it all starts with that first step. And there's a lot of people listening today that probably 
are not exactly where you were, but in a similar low point and change is impossible for them where they're at in their head. What do you tell somebody like that's there and stuck with that and think this, it's too much to have to change to be able to find my happiness. What do you tell them someone in that, in that state? Um, I would say, you know, (laughs) my method of just like burning it all down and starting over isn't probably the right method for everybody. Um, but I would just encourage people, like, to find, like, one small thing that you can focus on, you know, whether it's um, reducing how many sodas you drink in a week, right? So it's like you start with one small thing, and then you keep taking steps from there, you know, because you're right. If you're looking at it from the point of view of, like, here's this huge list of things I have to change, that is overwhelming and that is where people get stuck, you know, but if it's one small thing at a time, you can build on that. And it is, it it seems less daunting to just focus on the one thing. I think it's important to recognize too, that you have to, when you do something like this, you have to kind of be willing to cut yourself some slack. You're Mm -hmm. not going to fall off the bike right into a marathon race. I mean, it doesn't right. work that way, is it right? It's small steps have been really important yeah. along the way, I'm sure. So, yeah, I think that's really important. It's something I really I mean, recognize in your story. Yeah, for sure. Like, it's it definitely, you're right, it, it is like change over time. I think the other thing that I would tell people, or I I do tell people this all the time, is, like, what's your why? And my why last year was I don't want to die young, and that's where I was headed. You know, I was, like, literally eating myself to death, you know. So it, it, it was a strong why of, like, I have the will to live now, and I want to be able to live a long life. You know, so I think having a really strong why is and keeping that at the forefront of your mind when things get hard, that's really important. It's, I mean, that's perfectly said. And to have enough self-consciousness and self-awareness to be able to see the path that you're going down and to be able to see where your life was heading you know that that's it's it's an amazing self awareness. You sit here and you've made all these changes. You've come so far, and we really owe it to, you know, a couple of years ago, Brittany, who was terrified and scared and hopeless and willing to take that first step. Because without that step, you're not here. And we talked to a yeah. young Brittany a couple couple minutes ago. We checked in with her, and, and what would you say to her? But you know, she's the one that made that change and she took that first step to change your life. And I think that's pretty incredible. You know, you're on the other side of something. You're not on the other, you know, you know, life isn't perfect from here on out. We're always going to have our stuff, but Mm -hmm. you proved yourself when life wasn't perfect. You're willing to step up and not wait for the changes, but make them. Yeah. Thank you. We, um, I just want to ask Crystal too, because we have your, your, your boyfriend books next week. Now, was this a coincidence that you did this around Valentine's day? Because that's perfect. You should have like DDPY, like love connection or something on the show Uh, (laughs) or the bachelor, the bachelor and bachelorette DDPY edition. I thought that was kind of funny that you did that right before Valentine's day. And if I know Crystal, that was probably calculated because you're very thoughtful that way. I thought about it, but, you know, it just worked out. <laughs> and, we're, and we're excited to have him on with us next week, too. Um, is there anyone in the community specifically you'd want to shout out or, or thank or acknowledge? We always like to give a little time to shout outs. And also, with you doing your training and the, and the DPY Positively Unstoppable, you have to give us some information where people can check out your progress, your, your Unstoppable page and all that stuff. Um, but first things first, is there anyone in the DDPY community that you'd like to acknowledge or give a shout out? 
Um, yeah, there's a million people. <laughs> um, obviously, Jonathan. Don't forget anybody. Um, <laughs> I'm trying not to. I love you all. Don't forget anyone. Um, so Jonathan, obviously, huge, huge shout out to him. Um, one of my very dear friends, Connie Miller Arrington. She's wonderful. She's a roundhouse queen. Um, she's definitely become a very good friend of mine. Very supportive. Um, so I have a group of friends. We call ourselves the Notes Pieces Brigade, and that is um, Carrie and Matt Rothenberg, that's Sarah Smith and Jason Henry. We're all in a group chat together. Um, they've been a huge support system for me. And um, Stephanie Kelly has been huge for me. I'm doing coaching with her right now, um, and she's she's helped me a lot in the past couple of months. So I truly appreciate her. Um, and there's a million other people, but those are the people that are coming <laughs> to my mind right now. So if I forgot anyone, I do love you guys. <laughs> <For sure. laughs> I love to put people on the spot and then, like, cause direct division <laughs> in their whole community. I'm like, why didn't you mention me? <laughs> Some people just, like, want to watch the world burn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, you know, we'd love to have you back here and, and to update you, uh, us on your progress down the line. And, and I love your story. It's What we do here is we feature stories of people who are successful or working on being successful in DDPY. And the great thing about it is people are inspired by people they can see a lot of themselves in. And you not be able to identify entirely with one person, but people see parts of your story and parts of other people's story. And it gives people that hope that, like, you know, I could see myself a part of that, and, and she did it. Maybe maybe I can too. And I love that you found love in the DDPY community. I love that your life has been changed and better. And it's another example of, of an amazing person affected by this community. And there's such amazing people, inspiring people around here. And if we have you uh, back down the line, do you have any place you, in your ideal situation, next time we check in with you, where would you be? What would your life look like? What will you have done personally, physically, DDPY-wise? Uh, where do you see yourself? Well, um, I would love to get to that weight loss goal that I talked about of losing half my body weight um, and being, you know, an official level one instructor. I, I would love to be able to come back and update you guys on how all that went. Yeah, that'd be awesome. So that, that sounds like a great goal to me. And uh, I'm excited to have you back and, and uh, see where you're at. And I really appreciate you taking the time to chat with us and uh, and tell us your story. And we're excited to talk to your uh, significant other next week. And uh, I'll be sure to tell him all the bad things you said about him this week. <laughs> uh, no, we, we appreciate it. And and I love it. I love your story. And maybe we can have you guys back down the line together, maybe do like a, a couple segment or something. Because I really am fascinated by the DDPY couple. There's It's such a great – you know, uh, a tool to have in your, in your life to have a supportive mm-hmm. spouse. And, you know, a lot of people have people that do it with them. A lot of people have it, people that are supportive and cheer them on, but don't. And unfortunately, there's a lot of people who don't have this support from their significant other. There's resentment that happens. And so it really is a game changer. And I think it's a great asset for you guys to kind of go through this together. And, uh, you know, you, you know what you guys are going through and you know, your struggles and your your successes. And I think that's pretty amazing too. So congratulations to you. And I'm glad to see uh, everything's going so well. And I can't wait to have you back down the line. We'll talk about this again. Awesome. Thank you so much. This has been great. And I really appreciate you guys having me on, you know, so that I can share my story. Oh, well, we appreciate you coming on. We'd love to have you guys back anytime. And uh, we'll talk to, uh, what was was his name? Jason, you said? Jason. Jonathan. Jonathan, ah, so close. Yeah, I, I am the worst person with names. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm the. I'm, I'm terrible. I'm. I, I just call my wife the wife because we've been together for ten years now, and I forgot to ask. I forgot to ask, and now it's just awkward to ask her name. You know, the Seinfeld episode. But uh, good awesome. lord. <laughs> 
Well, Crystal, anything you want to uh, say to Brittany to wrap up or before we get into the quote of the week? I don't want to steal all the. Well, boy, you're just in a big hurry tonight, aren't you? <laughs> no, I just wanted to say thank you so much, Brittany, for coming on. You are an incredible person, and I really enjoyed um, reading up on your story and just learning about your journey so far going to be really interesting to see where you end up you know six months from now I'm really looking forward to it thank you so much I really appreciate it awesome and uh Crystal I know that uh yeah see this everyone goes to see Guns N' Roses they want to hear Paradise City people come to DDP radio and they want to leave with Crystal's quote of the week so (laughs) without any further ado Crystal, take me down to that Paradise City and give me a quote of the week that's going to make me feel real pretty. It was one of those, you know, weeks that I just had too many quotes and I had to narrow it down. So I picked this one for Brittany's episode. You are what you do, not what you say you'll do. I love that. Ah, I love that. You know, and also... We have, I mean, we we live in a culture now where it's a lot about putting our best foot uh, yeah. focused. You know, you go online, every picture is cropped to perfection. Every, I write everything that makes me look the way I want you to look, but it's it's fraudulent. And the only person who knows the authenticity of it all is yourself. And I yeah. love that because saying you can do it is uh, is fun and all. But even but doing it for real, that's even better. It's true. I love it. I agree. Thanks, Crystal. That was a great quote of the You're week. You're welcome. And we will be back next week with a brand new episode of DDP Radio live right here at ddpradio.com with Jonathan. And uh, we'll talk to you guys soon. And I appreciate you coming on with us, Brittany. It was a really fun episode. And uh, I'm excited to see where your DDPY journey takes you. Oh, Thanks, thank Brittany. you. All right. Uh, We are out. Brand new episode next week. DDP Radio Live. Thank you, Crystal, for all you do. I hope you're feeling better, and I hope you survive this brutal Canadian cold. Uh, Thank you, Brittany. You're in Virginia, so a little less cold, but still supposed to be Mm -hmm. a chilly week. And uh, nothing better to beat the cold than to get on the mat and sweat, burn some calories. And uh, I get off the mat, and I'm a furnace. I could heat a whole shopping mall with my body heat. So (laughs) we're good. All right, guys, we'll be back next week. Have a great week. DDP Radio, own your life. Do it. See it. Bye. Checked it today, man. That was a great workout, man. The powerbomb set up by Paige. Oh, oh, diamond Cutter. I don't believe it. Diamond oh. Cutter out of the powerbomb. We're going home. You've been listening to DDP Radio. Tune in again next week for another edition of DDP Radio with more great guests, inspiration, and news from Diamond Dallas Page and Team DDP Yoga. Keep up all the great work, and most importantly, own your life. This has been a presentation of DDP Yoga and Blog Talk Radio. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.